three, two, one. It's the Puff and Steph podcast. My friends, we are back for another day of fun. Puff and Steph, thank you very much. Uh, for being part of our lives. We're glad to be a part of yours. We want to remind you that Sunday Fun Day is back this Sunday with some amazing prizes from places like Fusion Fire, places like Joey's Chicken Shack, and a whole lot more. Full list coming out very, very soon. Hello, Steph. Hi. How are, how are you? Um, Pretty good. Can't complain. That's great. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of something exciting to report, but I got nothing. No, nothing. You have excitement, though, with your new dog. How's the baby doing? He's doing... I wouldn't call him a baby. He's older than Mugatu. They're all babies, though. <laughs> They're fur babies. Uh, he's doing well. Him and Mugatu are doing okay. They have their moments. They're both up here right now, so I have no idea what that's going to lead to. Um, <laughs> usually Cash is sleep. Hold on. Yep, he's under the table sleeping again. Uh, Mugatu's running around looking for attention, so we'll see if he gets bored and jumps on cash. We'll see if that's a thing that happens. So I wanted to talk to you about this because you're going through this right now. Uh, you, you and your mom moved your grandfather out of his house that he'd been in for 72 years. Yep. So now he's in assisted living, and you guys have the fun job of now going through his house, cleaning it out, and getting ready to sell it. Right. It's a lot of work. <laughs> you were there last weekend. You're going back this weekend. And I made a joke to you about like, oh, sweet. I can't wait till you find the treasure that's going to lead you and Nicolas Cage on an amazing adventure or something. Yes, because I want to be a part of the next National Treasure movie. I'm determined. Well, it, I don't know if it's going to happen for you, but it happened kind of for this person. A French family decided to ride out the lockdown in a family-owned home southwest of paris their two boys both about 10 wanted to build a fort in the garden using branches leaves and sheets their father told them that they could use their late grandmother's sheets which were in a spare room when the boys grabbed the sheets two fairly heavy objects fell out they showed them to their father they were two gold bars weighing about two two and a quarter pounds each. They are valued at about $90,000. Oh my gosh. We, you know what? Well, we already took the sheets off of Pup-Up's bed. We didn't find any gold. Does he have like a linen <laughs> closet with other sheets? Um. Well, there's a couple bedrooms upstairs that still have the sheets on them. So we're going to have to check them when we go back this weekend. Apparently that's where old people hide their gold in sheets. <laughs> Just bars of gold. Like that's so cool. You never know. Yeah, it turns out the gold bars were bought by the grandmother in 1967, even had proof of purchase. So it wasn't cool, like Granny was part of some sort of really cool, like, sting operation or, like, robbery or anything. Like, Granny and her crew hijacked a, uh, you know, a, 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 a armored car and stole the gold <laughs> bars. No, it wasn't anything fun like that. She bought them. Uh, not as exciting, but still cool. So you're going through your grandfather's house. I'm sure you're running into a lot of memories. Um, oh, yeah. What's the coolest thing you found? It doesn't have to be a value, but what's the coolest thing you found? Right. Um, well, there's a lot of stuff there that was, you know, he and my grandma had together. And she died when I was young. I was only like four or five. But we're finding all of their, like, 
25th anniversary glasses and 50th, like they had a 50th anniversary and all these different, just like things that now nobody does, like these really nice glasses that they used at their 50th anniversary party. Also, I happen to have right here, coincidentally, huh. this like recipe box that my mom had and she just like wrote everything down. Like this card says paint record. She would keep track every time they like painted a room, how much they used, what color it was. She wrote the date down. Um, she also kept track of like what she wore. And this was in like the fifties and she was such a housewife. So she wrote down like um, the year and like, oh, in the fall we wear this, in the spring we wear this. It's it's so precious. Like she wrote everything down and we found it all last weekend. So like without diving into it too much, did you ever find out the mystery of the house dress? Remember from last week or the week before we talked about house dress? I think it was in a misconnection. That's right. Did she wear Actually, a house dress? I don't think there's anything about a house dress specifically, but like here it says spring wardrobe. From Easter to June 1st of 1951, in the morning, she wore a bow dress. In the afternoon, she wore a skirt. And then on, if she was visiting a friend, she wore a paper taffeta. Like, I don't even know what some of this stuff is. <laughs> I'm going to look through it and see if I can find house dress. <laughs> that's, that's so interesting. It is. It's so, like, she just wrote everything down. It's so cute. And this was in the 50s. So, like, her like at home outfit was like a skirt and we're my mom and I were laughing we're like we wear yoga pants when we're at home like well, it's so crazy it's funny because um it really calls back to you like this believe it or not this makes a lot of sense with your personality what do you love more than anything planners organization organization yeah. and planners <laughs> So I could totally see you growing up and doing this. All right, nope. spring of 2040, I'm <laughs> wearing this and I'm wearing that. And then, you know, years from now, um, your grandkids or great-grandkids are like, wow, Grandma Steffers was a little weird. <laughs> she wrote everything down. Good. Look at her planners. Yeah, and speaking of the planners, um, the other really cool thing was like Pop Up saved all of his calendars. Like I'm talking from like 1970, hmm. all of his calendars were there, and he wrote everything on his calendar. So I do think that I might get that from them. Like he would write the weather, he would write what he was doing that day. Like he would write went to, or going to Rebecca's, and then in parentheses he'd be like, didn't go, had a stomach ache. Like he wrote all <laughs> the details. <It's> so funny. <laughs> Well, there you go. That that makes a lot of sense, what you've become. Oh, it all adds up. You can't fight it. It's in the blood. Uh, so this isn't going to shock anyone. The survey found the average American has gained five pounds during the lockdown. Five Only five. Yeah. <laughs> Out of 2,000 people polled, most have gained weight due to alcohol and bread. They're just like, they're just drinking beer and eating grilled cheese. That's what they're doing. Yep. Well, it's hard not to just be eating constantly when you're like right next to your kitchen all day. And before we go, we have to talk about one. Remember, we used to have all the dating terms. Now we have all the Corona terms. Mask taken identity. 
When you think you recognize someone only to realize you're mistaken because half their face is covered with a mask. Yes. This has happened to me a few times at the grocery store. Have you gone up or not gone up, but have you stayed six feet away from someone and talked to them? No, thankfully I've realized it like before I said anything, but I've been like, is that Diane? No, nope. False alarm. <laughs> I have a couple of those or I, and this is the, the vain ego in me. I'll go, I'll be at the grocery store and someone will look at me and I'm like, oh, wow, I must have a recognizable half part of my face. Or must be like, oh, wow, that must be puff shopping. I, I don't know why I think that. I don't know why I think that. It might be. It I, could be. I doubt it. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I have Gucci written across my mask. That's probably the more likely cause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody's recognizing. People barely recognize me when I have my whole face open and I'm wearing a puff shirt. Yes, that puff. Yes, that puff. Yeah, no, they don't even recognize me then. No, they're just staring at the Gucci. They're like, wow, that guy's got money. All right, uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, the advice column is Burke. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Hey, honey, how are the taxes going? Pretty good. Let's see. We either get $800 back or we owe four grand. Hmm. I think we should call H&R Block. Let's face it, taxes can be confusing and the laws seem to change every year. Let the professionals at your local H&R Block take the worry out of your tax season. H&R Block in Dillsburg, Newville, Biglerville, Fairfield, and Gettysburg have been owned by the same family for over 50 years. And they've been there for every tax law change along the way. Don't leave money on the table. File your taxes confidently with H&R Block. Everyone is going through something right now, and we're all in this together. That's why CBD American Shaman of PA is looking out for you and your health. During this trying time, CBD American Shaman of PA is focused on safety and the needs of their customers. That's why right now they're offering curbside pickup along with home deliveries. Let American Shaman help you manage these stressful times. To find out how to get high-quality CBD products and a free bottle of Shaman cleansing gel without even leaving your car or home, visit HempisHealth.com. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. Thursdays mean we try to help someone out, try to change someone's life, try to do good by someone, do our part. No, you know, people are, are out of work. Maybe they don't have health insurance. They can't afford counselors. They can't afford psychiatrists. I have to tell you, we are neither. We aren't counselors. We aren't psychiatrists. But we do have a semi-popular podcast, which makes us qualified to solve your problems. Absolutely, yeah. The advice column is back. Here we go. Dear Puff and Steph, both my husband and I listen to you, so I will not be using my name in this email. 
Okay, well, your email is your first and last name, so I know who you are. If I want to blow up your spot, I can. Just a heads up. Anyway, basically, I'm not sure how to tell my husband that he's getting fat. <laughs> over, the, <laughs> over the course of this pandemic, he has gained a lot of weight, and he's getting very lazy. We both have been home this whole time, and I have used my time to learn how to bake. And then she puts in parentheses, if you guys help me out, I might make you a pie. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm down with that. Yeah, we accept. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has used this time, excuse me, he has used this time to get better at video games, and he's eating like six times a day. I love him to death. I'm not going to leave him over gaining weight or anything, but I know that when this is all over, he will not like the person that he sees in the mirror when it's time to go and get back to life. Uh, how do I let him know what's going on without hurting his feelings? Should I even say anything at all? Thanks. Your loyal listener. Again, your first and last name is in the email, so you don't have to be that incognito. Just say, okay. <laughs> anyway. We won't blow our cover. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of looking in mirrors and seeing what you see, have you looked at yourself in the mirror lately? Could it be he's gaining weight because you're getting good at baking and he keeps eating all the stuff you're baking? Maybe that's what it is. Could I mean, they're probably eating a lot of the same stuff. Could one be equaling the other? Think about that. Maybe if you took up something else, like what my wife does in that cross-stitch thing. You know what? How many of her cross-stitch designs I've eaten? Zero. Because they're not edible. <laughs> but you take up baking, and you're going to bake. And when you bake, it gets consumed. And very, very, very rarely are baking items low-fat, Low carb, good for you. Yeah, they're usually just the opposite. <laughs> exactly. So maybe if you stop baking and start, I don't know, gardening, maybe you grow a vegetable instead of baking pie. Ever think about that? I'm not saying it's all your fault. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it might, you know, have a little bit of an effect on what's going on with him. Yeah, it is hard because I find myself wanting to like bake something new every week because I have all this time at home. But then not only do I have it sitting around to just eat, but while I'm baking, I eat the dough or the batter or whatever it is. Sure. So I, I get it, though, because I like baking and it sounds like she does, too. Then that's great. But maybe, you know, maybe you just bake one thing. A week. I don't know how much she's baking. Maybe she maybe you bake one thing a week instead of one thing every other day or something. But again, I think it's one of those th beyond the baking and beyond how this is pretty much all her fault. Um, we ha <laughs> don't shake your head. We have to get to the underlying thing with all this, and that's the fact that he's probably not hungry. He's probably bored, and he doesn't know what to do with his time, so he eats. Right. And when you eat a bunch of crap, you get lethargic and you don't want to do anything. So, you know, maybe when you go shopping, you don't buy fatty stuff. You buy more vegetables and fruits. Um, but if you're really concerned, like concerned, concerned, then you got to talk to them. That's the whole point of marriage, right? Is being open and honest with each other. That's a hard thing to talk to somebody about, though, because it can really come off very insulting. Sure. It can't come off as insulting, but also it's it's your spouse. You know what I mean? So you have to believe that your spouse wants what's best for you. And if they see that now, she didn't say anything about health, 
Like, she didn't say anything like, he can't get up. Or he couldn't do a sit-up to save his life. So I'm guess I'm guessing that he was relatively in shape, and now he's kind of not. So maybe she's just worried. It seems like she's just worried about what he thinks, not about health concerns per se, because she believes like we mo- most of us believe that this is a short-term thing and it's not going to be long-term lasting effects. Maybe it will be. Maybe it won't be with him. But if you're really worried, maybe you know you got to be able to say something. And I think it's one of those things like. And correct me if I'm wrong, honey, um, I think that you've gained some weight and, you know, and maybe even throw yourself under the bus, even if you haven't be like, and I think I've gained a little bit too. So I'm thinking about maybe, you know, I think we're winding down this whole shelter in place thing. Why don't we spend the next couple of weeks getting into shape, you know, going on more walks and doing this so that when, when, the, when the whole lockdown is over, we can go to the beach again. We both don't look like whales. That, that washed up on shore. That's what I was about to say. I think maybe just try to like do active things together. Like maybe after dinner every night, you guys go for a walk when it's nice out. And I'm not saying like trick him into exercising. That's what I'm saying. If, That's if, what I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> if she doesn't want to like come out and address it, she could just say like, we should start going for walks. Like I, I feel lazy. Yeah. She could, they can do it together. You know, <clears throat> this, yeah, this would be really, really tough. I, you know, uh, telling because you you know you're about to hurt someone that you care about. Right. That's the that's that's rough, and it's understandable if if you don't want to do it. No one wants to do that, but sometimes it's not what we want to do; it's what we have to do. And if you're really worried about that person, you have to make that effort and be open and honest with them. And also remember that this is temporary. I'm sure that he can get he can get back into his routine when things go back to normal. And good for you for saying you won't divorce him when he gets fat. I don't believe you. Oh, <laughs> I do. If you're she writing if you're writing a podcast to talk about your fat husband, I have a feeling that this might be a bigger problem to you than you want to admit. No, I think she really is just she cares about him. You know, I get it. I'd probably feel the same way. I get it too, but to to me, it's just one of those things. You have to have those hard conversations. Marriage is not always, yay, I love you. I love you more. I love you more until death do us part. It's not always like this. Sometimes it's like, hey, we have to have a serious talk. And guess what? This is all your problem and none of it's mine. <laughs> like it's, yeah. It is what it is. That's marriage sometimes. You have to do it like that. And I should know. I've been married for almost four years. So I'm practically an expert. Oh, yeah. And I got nothing. So I have nothing to offer. Don't listen to me. (laughs) Steph, don't say you have nothing to offer. You have so much to offer. Like what? (laughs) Oh, I was just moving on. Uh, Coming up in just a couple of minutes, a new show that we all might watch, but probably not. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. QuickSave Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. QuickSave Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the QuickSave Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Hey, honey, how are the taxes going? Pretty good. Let's see. We either get $800 back or we owe four grand. Hmm. I think we 
should call H&R Block. Let's face it, taxes can be confusing and the laws seem to change every year. Let the professionals at your local H&R Block take the worry out of your tax season. H&R Block in Dillsburg, Newville, Biglerville, Fairfield, and Gettysburg have been owned by the same family for over 50 years. And they've been there for every tax law change along the way. Don't leave money on the table. File your taxes confidently with H&R Block. Everyone is going through something right now, and we're all in this together. That's why CBD American Shaman of PA is looking out for you and your health. During this trying time, CBD American Shaman of PA is focused on safety and the needs of their customers. That's why right now they're offering curbside pickup along with home deliveries. Let American Shaman help you manage these stressful times. To find out how to get high-quality CBD products and a free bottle of Shaman Cleansing Gel without even leaving your car or home, visit HempisHealth.com. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. This show on paper sounds really dumb, but I have a feeling I might watch it. I don't know. Have you heard of Haircut Night in America? No. CBS has announced a new one-hour special titled Haircut Night in America. It's going to be hosted by Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine. Uh, they're married. And it's going to feature some of America's top hairstylists who will guide celebrities. And we're using the term celebrity loosely here, by the way. Uh, Kelly Osborne, Lindsey Vaughn, the Olympian, hockey player P.K. Subban, as well as frontline frontline uh, healthcare workers through DIY haircuts from their homes. Oh, so this is like a quarantine centered thing. Yeah. It's, it's basically going to be like, you need a haircut. A lot of salons aren't open yet. So we at CBS care about that. And we are going to get stylists along with F level, F level celebrities to, to uh, teach you how to cut your hair. That's interesting. That's, I think a lot of people would probably be interested in that because I know people are just doing their own thing with scissors in their homes. Right. And like I said, on paper, you're like, oh, that sounds kind of dumb. But then you're like, maybe just out of sheer curiosity, I'm going to watch this thing. Right. I'm kind of intrigued by it. I don't think I would ever actually cut my own hair, even if I was getting tips from a pro. But I know a lot of people would. All right. It's time to bust some myths. Or just one. Have you seen this going around social media? Don't leave hand sanitizer in the car because it'll catch fire. It'll spontaneously no, combust. Heard that. You haven't seen what? that? Yeah, it's 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 a picture of like a side uh, side door inside door of a car, and it's all burned out. And it says, "Reminder: Don't leave hand sanitizer in the car because there's alcohol in it, and that's flammable. And if it gets too hot, it could catch fire." And your car could burn up. You haven't seen those? No, yeah, not I'm, at all. I'm on social media way more than you are. But, um, yeah, that's a thing that late last week was circulating. Well, it's, don't worry. It's not true. The National Fire Protection Association say the vapors generated um, from hand sanitizer require an ignition source, like a flame. 
from a Okay, camera. that's what I thought. Right. right. So everyone was like, well, you know how cars get so hot during the summer and it gets so hot, the, 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 the alcohol and the hand sanitizer will start on fire. And before you know it, your car is in flames. That can happen. That can. But they say that external ignition source is needed um, other than reaching temperatures of over 700 degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, excuse me. So, yes, it can happen, but your car has to be hotter than the inside of any car in the history of cars. Right. I was going to say, because wouldn't that also mean that if you leave a beer can or like a bottle of vodka, that that could also burst into flames? Are you worried? Do you have a bottle of vodka in your car? No, I'm just trying to prove it wrong. Like saying, like, wouldn't we have heard about that before? I'm sure there's people who leave a can of beer in their car on a right. hot day, and I've never heard of it bursting into flames. Right. Uh, yeah, I would imagine it's the same thing. I think the difference is the hand sanitizer is kind of open. You know what I mean? With the way that it, it's got that open hole and the vapors could come out. I think that that's what the... the basically, this was probably just started by some guy that had a picture of the inside of someone's car that was caught on fire, probably from smoking. And they dropped their cigarette and it lit the side of their car on fire. That's right. Probably what it was from, but he took it, put the little thing on the top and the little thing on the, you know, the words on the top and the words on the bottom, sent it out. And all of a sudden it reaches everyone except for you. Cause you didn't see it. <laughs> but that, I mean, you it just shows you cannot believe everything you read on the internet. Further proof. We need to really understand that. <laughs> okay, Steph. Uh, yesterday, the stump Steph, let's just say, didn't go all that well. It was rough. It was really rough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to do better today. I hope I'm not. Jin I, hope so. I hope I'm not jinxing you, but I think you're going to do better today. The first one, I think. I mean, these are both. I don't want to say they're easy, but I don't think they're the hardest thing. I think the first one might be a little easier than the second one. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. 20% of couples say they argue about this the most. What is it? 20% of couples. So not the majority, but 20% say they argue about this the most. Is it money? It is not money. That's probably higher than 20%. This is a little bit lower. So it's not money. It's not family. Is it like trust issues? Nope. Like it's you are thinking way too deep. Think more superficial. Um, superficial. Yeah. Think, like looks. No, something related to looks. No. Think um something that superficial might not have been the right, the right word. Think uh something that you don't think you would ever argue about. But something you really like. And it's not dogs. Food. <laughs> what are we gonna eat for dinner? I don't know. Well, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? Is that what you is that what you think it is? That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Like I don't know what food argument you can have other than the one you just presented. Right. That's all I can think of is that like nobody ever knows what they want to eat. So and it's one of those things where like the guy says, well, what, what do you want to eat? Well, I'll eat anything. Well, how about we get El Rodeo? Well, I don't want to eat that. And it's like <laughs> one of those things where they yeah. go back and forth. No, that, you could be right. You could be right. All right. Good. See, that wasn't bad. Thank you. This one's a little bit harder. 
almost 40% of couples will argue about this while in the car. What is it? So it's important. The, the, the location of the argument is important. 40% of couples will argue about this while in the car. Like, there is it family? Like on the way to one of their family's houses? Nope. Nope. Think about closer to the situation. In the moment, in the car, what are they arguing about? Driving habits. Backseat driver. Good answer, but no. That would have been my first guess too, so. Um, they're in the car. Are they going somewhere specific yes. during this argument? Yeah, yeah, they're go they're going somewhere specific. Yeah. Now that specific spot could be the mall, restaurant, beach, whatever. Where the, the location isn't important, but they are going to location, and the argument normally happens around the time they get to that location. How long they're gonna stay for? Nope. Like. What they're wearing. Nope. How much they're going to spend while they're there. Nope. Think about what you do when you get to a place. Go through it in your mind. Where to park. Parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> really? 40% of couples. Oh, there's two arguments that I think can happen. Really? You're going to park this far away? Jeez, might as well have walked here in the first place. That's one. Or it's, will you find a spot already and stop driving around the parking lot? If we have to walk a little bit, so be it. Right. Yep. I could totally see both of those happening. Which leads me to my question, Steph. What kind of parker are you? Are you one that finds the first spot you can no matter no matter closeness or, or you know distance from the location and you walk as much as you have to walk, or are you the person who's like, all right, I see a spot, but I bet I can get closer than this. Which one are you? Um, I do try to get really close, which is embarrassing, especially admittedly at the gym. I'm like, <laughs> really, Steph? You're coming here to work out, but you don't want to have to walk far in the parking well, lot? Well, if, um, it, if it's if it's leg day, you don't want to baby deer leg it all the way to your car where you're like, <laughs> I'm about to fall over. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I try to get pretty close, which I, it's very lazy, but I, I'm guilty of it. What about you? I'm usually just a, it, it, you know what? It depends on the parking lot. If I drive in and I see there's a decent amount of empty spaces, I'll be like, all right, well, let's give it one pass and then I'll just park back here. Um, but if I see that there's a lot of spaces like, or a lot of cars in the spaces, I will, the first one I find, I'm like, this is where we are. And I know I've made the wife mad before because I'll park far away, but mm -hmm. um, I just don't mess with it. Because then if you take the one pass around, when you come back, that space might be filled and then you're screwed. And then you have to park even farther away. Right. Or you got to drive around and, find, and try to find another space. If you're lucky enough on a busy parking lot to find a space, even if it's decently far away, then, then you should just take it. I am unlike you at the gym because we were going to the same gym for a while. I just park wherever. So if there's a spot near the near the front, I'll park there. If it's a spot near the back, I'll park there. It's not like that parking lot at that gym is very big. No, it's not. It's always full. <laughs> right. So so I, I have I don't have the same issues you do with being all lazy before you get to the gym. Once you once Steph goes through those doors, she transforms into another person ready to work out. 
I'm a fit person. But but in the parking lot, she's like, ah. Oh, well, at least the walk, at least the long walk will give me time to finish my donut. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I'm completely guilty of it. I admit it. All right, guys. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Enjoy your day. It's Puff Step Podcast. It's the Puff and Step Podcast.